rock rock bottle on the track boy Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dynasties show. As always, we got Jay, we got Javon, we got myself, Zach. Uh, so yeah, we got a we got a nice episode for you today. A little bit a uh, little bit of change of pace, getting back to our roots of sports here. I know last week we had a great episode of the hip hop bracket. If you haven't seen that, go check it out. I swear that was our best episode that we did so far. Great episode. It's a little it's a little longer than our normal episodes, but it's worth the watch. So you definitely enjoy it. I definitely enjoy it. Team Big both <laughs> away. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kick off today's episode with one of the bigger sports stories of the week, and that is the untimely passing of Dwayne Haskins. Um, the kid was twenty four, you know, had a lot of promise, like Really, really had a lot of promise. I thought he was a good quarterback coming out of Ohio State. I just thought he needed to get in the right system, you know. Very tragic, very sad. Like, honestly, I don't – I feel for his family. Um, his wife um, posted this montage on on her Instagram of all pictures of them together, and it's heartbreaking because it's like you can see, like, in the pictures how happy they were and how much they loved each other. And, you're, you know, it's heartbreaking to, like, see that. And then, like, he commented on it. Like, it was one of the last things he posted on, and it was, like, this little sweet caption, like, you were there for my fight and all that, so, you know, you'll be, you know, and all that. But, yeah, it's just heartbreaking. Like, he got hit by a truck crossing the highway. We don't know why he was crossing, but still no one no one deserves that fate and my thoughts and prayers go out to the Haskins family and go out to his wife and his you know if he has any children out there like that's just a devastating loss and at 24 years old like he he had his best years ahead of him you know on and off the field he had his best years ahead of him so yeah man I when I first seen it um you know I thought it was pretty like I thought it was kind of a joke because I've been seeing a lot of um you know, fake posts coming up, but when I actually clicked on it and read it, I was like, man, it's it's kind of sad, man, because it's, you know, you don't ever want to see anybody pass away, you know, even if it's, you know, yeah. even if it's not you or your family, you know, it's always a sad thing just to, you know, to hear something like that. Yeah, and, um, absolutely. Man, it's, it's hard because I know even, you know, just friends of him, you know, in a situation like that, you know, it's like, it's probably hard to, you know, deal with, you know, it's hard to deal with death, period. Absolutely. And, you know, just being some, you know, people on the outside looking in, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard just to give the family and the people that loved him just words, you know, because it's like in a situation like that, it's like it's like it's hard to really, you know, say anything, you know. So if you've never been in a situation of, you know, someone being uh, had passed away, um, because I actually had um, a son. Um, yeah, I can't have, imagine. Yeah. I don't know if I had told you guys, but he was uh, six, no, three weeks, three weeks old when he passed away in 2020. So, I mean, it, it's devastating to see, uh, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, especially I can't imagine being a parent and losing your child. Like, you never expect your child to die before you, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just awful, like. But it shows you how fragile and how, you know, you can be here one minute and the next minute you can be gone, you know. So you can't take anything for granted in this life, you know. That's all. 
you know? Yeah. What do you think, Javo? Okay. When I first saw it, to be honest, like you said, I, I didn't I didn't think anything bigger than it. I didn't know it was real or not. Because like you said, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of things were being posted around that time where it was all jokes. It's like, oh, somebody's probably playing just, just fake news or somebody's probably posted. Come to find out, he actually died from it. So I'm like, oh, wow, now this is now bigger than what I thought it was. And I'm, because what because just just this uh last year's NBA NBA draft right before the NBA draft one of the star rookies upcoming rookies he he also died in a sense yep. with a with a car crap with a, I think it was a car crash things like that yeah and yeah. you know one thing that I had seen too that was kind of messed up man um I was reading where they said um, a reporter that was talking about his death or something like that what that was what Adam Schefter said. Yeah, that he was just like talking about how bad, you know, how not good of a quarterback and he was. So, so yeah, at a time up, like that, I don't up, think bad words should be said, whether he was terrible or what, you know, you don't. He used, so Adam Schefter used the word um, struggling. Like he was, a, he was struggling yeah. with Washington and, you know, struggling in Pittsburgh. And that was the initial tweet. And then he went and took out the word struggling and he fully deleted the tweet after getting all the flag. But yeah, no, that was absolutely like out of line, like. You know, but ain't, ain't, it don't matter who the player the player is. When it's when is it, especially if it involves their death, you no, know, no reason for you to go over here disrespect disrespect somebody's name. Yeah, and even in that time, like in that time period, like it doesn't at that point. That's the last thing that you should be worried about. Like you know, and then like what Gil Brandt said too. Like I know Gil Brandt's like this ninety year old like white dude, and I get he's from a different time and era, but still like. He said some pretty ignorant shit too, where he was like, "Oh, Dwayne was just living to die," and it's like, "What, yeah. dude? Like, what the hey, fuck, man?" Exactly. You don't say stuff like that. You man. just don't. Yeah, you don't say stuff like that, dude. Like, uh, you know, especially if like I think about it, like I think about it. If I was like, if it was my son, you know, that died tragically like that, and like, you know, yeah, this old white dude who's never met him as a person doesn't know him, doesn't know his like his actual like person his heart and his mind you know and they say some uh, some out, out of line shit like that come out of pocket i'd be like what the fuck are you saying dude like you know like slow your roll man you know it's yeah. just yeah it's just awful man, shout out prayers, you know prayers for the family man you know it's 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 terrible man it's terrible i tell you that it's terrible yeah but it is you said to bury a child Oh, I would never want to bury another child. Let them bury me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. No, I yeah. can't imagine. I'm not a parent myself, so I can't imagine what that yeah. feels like. I mean, like, very similar to your situation. Um, I had a cousin who her five-month-old son passed away from SMA, which is uh, spinal muscular atrophy. It's basically uh, AKA floppy baby syndrome. Yeah. So yeah, he ended up passing away. And I remember I went to the, I went to the wake. I didn't go to the funeral, but it was one of the saddest professions, like processions I've ever been to. Cause it was just, it was this five month year old kid, you know, but she didn't let that stop her. Like, yeah, she was devastated by it, you know, grieved, but she didn't let it stop her. And now she has a beautiful two year old son, you know? Um, but so that was, you know, the good thing, but yeah, no, I, so I can, I completely understand. Like, <laughs> You know, it's it's just devastating, and like I said, my thoughts and prayers go out to the Haskins family, go out to his wife. Like, you know, just rest in peace, Dwayne. That's all I got to say. You know, and at least it was quick. Like, at least it was a quick, sudden death for him, and it wasn't like slow and painful or anything like that. You know, 
it was just boom, abrupt over like anybody know like the exact details of... i know he got hit they're they're kind of sketchy at this point in time like they don't know why he was crossing the highway um why he was even walking on the highway they don't know any of that um they do know he was hit by a truck and all that um there were some witness accounts that talked about like that were behind a truck and they saw this truck swerve and then they saw this person and they were like that person's gonna get struck and then they saw it get struck and then you know yeah so details are sketchy right now obviously we're gonna get more details because it's still fresh it still happened you know less than a week ago um so it's gonna you know more details will come out about it obviously as time goes on and they get the investigation down and all that but yeah it's just it's just sad but on a lot now to transition away from that we're gonna get back to a lighter note um baseball started up again this week so we had a lot of we had a lot of opening day games opening day weeks like a lot of good games this this opening day these past few days i gotta say i mean the yankees pulled out one today i know you guys are yankees oh no no braves i'm braves oh yeah he's braves yeah you're braves yeah, yeah, Javo. I mean, hey, they almost Garrett Cole didn't pitch well, but like I was telling Javo earlier when we were talking about it, um, Garrett Cole's start was delayed four minutes and it threw his whole his whole thing off. And I was telling him, as someone who's played baseball and you know loves baseball, that yeah, baseball players are creatures of habit. Something that small can completely throw your game off because you're you get in a routine as a baseball player. Like you have your superstitions, you're player habit you do the same routines you do the same thing night in night out you know so when something like that throws a little curveball in it yeah it can throw your whole thing off you know but he recovered well he pitched he didn't he didn't pitch great he pitched he pitched good enough to get the win you know kept the team in it though the yankees won so my socks have been crushing it too recently so i like i like what i've been seeing that ball that devers that ball that devers hit off of off of cold is i'm pretty sure still hasn't landed i'm pretty sure that ball is still somewhere out out floating around don't worry about that don't worry about that don't worry about that don't worry about that yeah man i'm excited too man um I really haven't caught any of uh, any of the games or anything just yet. Um, I, I did see that uh, George Springer hit a home run. Yeah, yeah, he he crushed right, yeah. too for Toronto. Um, yeah, Toronto's been killing it too. Yeah. Did oh, you see? I, um, Toronto's gonna be scary good, man. They're gonna be scary good. Oh yeah, yeah, no, they got a young core. Yeah, they're gonna be really good this year. Um, did you oh. see the play that uh, Brent that Brett Phillips made in Tampa? He's a position player that also is a pitcher. Oh, and yeah. he was he was pitching, he and the dude the hit the foul ball, and he ran from he the ran pitcher's mound and slid and caught it right before the dugout on the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. He's a position player. So I love those two way plays. I love them. They could play on the oh, field. Yeah. They could play out the field. They could play as a pitcher, and they'll still produce. You put them anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Highly valued, highly valued in the league. <laughs> Anywhere yeah. on rotation, I make it work. Yeah, but it's a long season though, so you know. Oh yeah, it's just first, it's just know, getting going. First couple of weeks is just like you know, guys is kind of just trying to get their foot under them, you know. Yeah, figuring it out, getting the feel for it. Yeah, of, they, the, we've had oh, a lot of call ups. Thirty game mark. Um, That's when it really starts. A lot of a lot of the top prospects say, got called up. So what? 
Wait, what did you say? Now saying the thirty game mark. That's when the se- for me. That's when the season yeah. started. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like like yeah. by like the end of May, About like month, mid yeah, mid, plus, like yeah, by like the end of May, you really like know who's yeah who's like the contenders and whatnot. I mean, you always get those surprise teams because it's a long yeah. season, you know. Yeah. And then but you, you got the dog days of summer. Let's go start painting out. Huh? Yo, so but a lot of good uh, a lot of good top prospects have been called up and they've been playing well like Bobby Witt out in uh Kansas City he's been he's been playing well Christian Patch Christian Patch out in uh the out in Oakland um the yeah, entire yeah. athletics as a whole have been playing well I, I think they say, really the surprised a lot of people. You know what they did, uh did a couple of years ago didn't they they're going um uh youth they're starting well, over again well, kind the, of? the athletics um I don't know if you've ever seen the the have you ever seen the movie Moneyball yeah right they, they, they still yeah. The athletics still use that, like those those metrics to this day, and yeah. you know, it still works. They still put quality teams on the field with it, you know. But I think they're surprising a lot of people because they're four and zero right now. Um, they're not really like no one really expected them to kind of get off to this hot start that they did because you looked at their roster and you're like, this team's got no <laughs> talent, you know, and you're like, yeah, this team's not going to do well. But like I said, it's the athletics. They always they're a scrappy team. They always seem to. They always seem to be hanging around at the end of the year and in that division slowly like they slowly creep up throughout the year and by the come like august september they're usually one in, like between one of the top three teams in that division fighting for a playoff spot you know yeah. always tends to happen so but yeah a lot of great prospects came up um it's gonna be an interesting season man for sure a lot of new faces in some new places places yeah like javi baez in detroit Detroit's been killing it too. The Tigers, well, they also made some big signings though, and they, another key yeah. prospect, another top prospect who was um, the number three prospect out of the top one hundred was Spencer Torkelson. Yeah, he got called yeah. up. Yeah, he got called up. He's been playing pretty well. So yeah, right. yeah. So this this MLB season should be very very exciting, and can't wait to see can't wait to see how it unfolds. So. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I think right now, like, I think it's way too early to I think it's way too early to, to say yeah. who's going to like contend what? or whatever. But I think you'll have your usual suspects okay. there. <laughs> what is you that? Know? 60 games? It's 162 games. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, start in, they start in April and, and like the regular <laughs> season doesn't end until September. Like, you know, and then you got the postseason that goes into October, that goes into November now. Like, you know, so it's yeah. just like it's a long, it's a long season. They play a good portion of the year. Let me ask you this: You think uh, baseball should do um, seven game series um, at the 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 wild card? No, I like the five. You like that? Yeah, I like the five game series I, I in the divisional round, and then I think they should do three. You think they should do it? Three. What? Oh, you yeah. mean like, wait, do you mean in like the actual wild card play in or like the division? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The uh, wild card play in? Do a yeah. three game? Yeah, yeah shorter. Got a three. That's, 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 that's the winner right there. Because yeah, no, that, the, you know, just that one, that one game, man, that's, that's hard. Yeah, exactly. That's hard. Exactly. See, yeah, a lot of people do it. It's just one game. Like yeah. the NBA playing tournament, it's one game for you. It's a well, it's two games if you lose. Yeah, yeah but if you, are, if 
it's really basketball is a little different than uh baseball it's a little different yeah. but i remember when i remember when the first round of the nba playoffs used to be five game series too oh, oh i did i remember i remember when they changed it yeah you know, it used to be the first round used to be a five game, and then it used to be seven, seven, and seven. Yeah, yeah. Now it's all seven. Yeah, but yeah, now I like, but I do like the I like the five game division series, and then the seven game championship series, and the seven game World Series. I like that. You know, but yeah, no, I like, and I like your idea a lot of like, especially for baseball, like. I think what you suggested, like the three game like play in series, yeah, yeah. I think for baseball that would work. That would work in baseball work because perfect. yeah. Yeah, you know, because like one game I get it, like, yeah, both teams are going hard, but that's ne- not necessarily like the best teams the not best necessarily team. gonna win exactly. in a one game play in, you know? Yeah. So and it'll make it interesting and hey, they'll get more revenue from it because they'll have three three playing possibly three playing games, you know? Yeah. To me, baseball uh, run along those same lines as uh, hockey, as far as like team, you know, teams catching fire from from year to year. You know, you have more unexpected teams that make the playoffs or have a good run. Uh, yeah. Baseball and in hockey than you do like basketball or football. For oh, most yeah, absolutely. Of, for most of the time, basketball, football, you go, you know, you know who's going to be you there. You know who's going to be good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, know, baseball. You, know, you, you know, the Kings ain't going to all of, all of a sudden be the one seed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. You know, yeah. like, yeah, like, you know, a prime example of that is uh, the 2007 Colorado Rockies. They ended up winning yeah. 25 straight games yeah. to finish the that year. Todd, Todd, uh, Todd Helton. Todd Helton in yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Todd Helton and them. Yeah. Um, so they ended up winning 25 straight to to win the year and moved from fourth place in the NL West to second to, and then became a wildcard team and went all the way to the world series, you know? And like, yeah, something like that too. Like you can carry that momentum with you into the playoffs too. And you know, that's what the Rockies did. Unfortunately, they got swept by my Red Sox, but (laughs) I mean, it's the Rockies. Of course they're going to get swept, but you know, they had a good run, but still. Yeah. 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 You know, so yeah, but no, I like it. I'm I'm excited that baseball's back. I've watched a little bit of it. I watched the Red Sox today and all that. So, yeah. you guys, so, yeah. let me ask you this because um, before we move on, um, I know a lot of people don't really watch uh, the games. They can't. They don't have the patience to sit down and watch the games. Let me ask y'all too. Do y'all actually watch the games or y'all? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. yes I actually do watch I baseball watch games. Them. I. Because usually you can see a game being decided yeah. by exactly. the eight inning. But most yeah. of the time, when I sit there, I actually watch all nine okay. Yeah, Maybe yeah, me too. For like an or so, but I, I would sit there and watch nine minutes. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I didn't know. Four fans watch, watch the game, so yeah. Oh, I've always, I've always felt... Soccer match, I think I could watch a, I think I could watch a baseball, baseball game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do it. My friends are always like, how can you sit there and watch a, like a nine-inning baseball game? And I'm like... I love baseball. Well, like, well, I always tell, I always tell them though. I'm like, well, baseball is like, I'm like, baseball is like a smart person's game. Like, it's a smart person's sport. Like, I kind of feel like when you talk to your baseball fans, they're all like, they're all relatively like intelligent people and all that. Like, they you kind of have to. I think you kind of have to have that to really enjoy baseball. You have to, you know, you have to be like. I'm not saying you can't be like a complete idiot and not join enjoy baseball because you can you know but to fully understand it you gotta you gotta have some sort of like 
at least some sort of knowledge or intelligence about baseball or something like that, you know, to really enjoy and really get into it. But it's definitely like, I would say it's definitely a smart person sport. Um, I love it. I love the game of baseball. It's exciting. And they've been making it more exciting over the years. Um, this, the postseason rule that they're doing now where you got the ghost runner on second. So you start with a runner on second in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, not in the postseason, in the, um, not in the postseason, in um, extra innings. Extra innings, yeah. You get a ghost runner. So that's, you start that's, with, that's actually crazy. Yeah, you start that's with a runner on second. Yeah. A runner in scoring position. It's going to be interesting. Like, do, like, if you start with the runner, it's like all you got to do, you you do a sacrifice by <laughs> scoring position. And from there, you got to be a lot. Hey, I'll tell you he's that. Already in, be a lot of scoring. Starting on second already puts the runner in scoring position. And all yeah, you need is a single. All, you need, all you need is a single in the gap, and they're scoring, yeah, you know? Yeah. And especially if you if you have if you have in your, your cleanups right there, ready to go, starting off, it's oh, yeah. all you do is just tap that ball far enough. That runner, that runner from second comes home easy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I feel like baseball is, too, one of the sports, like, one of the few sports where a game can change on, like, one pitch or one yeah. swing of the bat. Yeah. The, entire, the entire flow of the game can change oh, yeah. and all that, you yeah. know? I like more so than any other sport. A home run, be one, one crazy hit, or it could be a save. Yeah. <laughs> it could be, like, a just, let's say you match, you get, like, a double, a double play. That right there, that could shut down an entire team's offensive momentum. Yeah, yeah, especially if they if the bases are loaded and then you get into double play, like boom, the inning's over and you didn't get anyone to score, you know? Oh yeah, that can that can definitely that can definitely get with your psyche, you know? Especially as a hitter, all that too. So Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. We also had um we also have the start of the NBA playoffs Woo. this week too. We got yeah. a couple we got a playing game that's uh going on right now, which should be concluding very shortly. Go Which Brooklyn. Is, uh, what? Go Brooklyn. BK. BK. And then we had uh, we had Brooklyn play Cleveland, and Brooklyn won 115-108 tonight. Kyrie went off. Kyrie uh, hot. Yeah. yeah. He was white hot. This until the second half. Kyrie. What? Kyrie. The NBA needs to watch out for the uh, the East. Needs to watch out for Kyrie. I think I think, the, I think the easy. I mean, if you're already not on alert from Kyrie, then where have you been the last like seven <laughs> years? But so let me let me ask you this: because you say um, the cat uh, the Nets won the Nets won, and then it's the Atlanta and Charlotte. Yeah. If the Nets end up getting in that seventh spot, you know who they play, right, Zach? Oh, they, it's already locked in. They're playing Boston. Oh, I know. So what do you think? Boston and six. Want that? We we won. Celtics and six. That's in six. I'm gonna tell you like this. That's in six. Let me tell you why it's not gonna go take. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You say next and six, Boston and six. Yeah. Both of y'all wrong. Nets and five. Why do I tell you? Why? I like that. I like that too. Watch what I tell you. Nets and five. Watch what I tell you. Hey. I. Boston's a great team. Um, they got no great problem. young talent. No problem. Listen, talent. No, listen. Ta- uh, Tatum. Tatum is a is an absolutely superstar. Great stud. Fantastic. But Time Lord is a big loss. That's a huge, huge, huge loss. 
to the point to where that's why I say five with Time Lord. Time Lord gets him that extra game uh, with the defense that he brings. But I think I think Nets take him out easily. Easy. Celtics backup big. Huh? Cancer. That's Ooh. that's their backup big man and his cancer. No, Al Horford. Uh, Horford. Who? Exactly, but Horford. Exactly, Horford oh, ain't. Al Hor- you think Al Horford's gonna stay here and play? They Horford dunking on Horford. They dunking on. Horford. He has been. <laughs> Horford <laughs> and Dice, yeah. And and be productive. And each well, put it this way. Put it this way. The Celtics are the two seed and had a fifty-one win season, and they still kept winning even without Time Lord. So I think they're gonna be fine. I mean, even with the loss of Time Lord, even with the loss of Time Lord, the Celtics are still a much better defensive team than the Nets. Like the Nets, don't get me wrong, the Nets are a good defensive team, but the Celtics are a lot better defensive team than the Nets. And I think the Celtics have a lot better depth than the Nets do. Like outside of like, I think the Nets, I think the Nets, when they have Kyrie and KD on the floor, that's going to be the hardest time for the Celtics. But when they got when they got their scrubs on the floor, when they got Bruce Brown and Claxton and all that, I think that's that's going to be cake for the Celtics. You take away Tatum, you take away Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. Can't, you can't take away Tatum and Brown though. Both no. are unguardable players. When come off the floor. When Tatum yeah, and Brown come off the floor, but you still got you still got to deal with Smart. You still got to deal with Derek White. You still got to deal with Peyton Pritchard. You know, you still got to deal with Neesmith. You still got to deal with Grant Williams, who's um, Grant Williams, who's top three in three point percentage, you know, you still got to deal with that. So, I mean, like I said, okay, I think still got to deal with Seth Curry, who, who's a clutch, who's a proven clutch three point shooter in, in and out, in and out the playoffs for the 76ers. Still got to deal with Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown has developed an amazing two way game. No, Dave, Bruce Brown has definitely, Bruce Brown has played his ass off this year. I will say that he's definitely stepped his game up, like taking it to a whole new level. that you know, like Bruce Brown definitely has. He was what two two assists shy the other night of a of a triple dub or whatever. You know, Back, man, I I just I don't know, man. Time Lord, that's a that's a big loss. A big loss. Big. I, don't think, I don't think it's as big of a loss. Let's match say the Celtics win. He was he was their their anchor on the defense. No, he's not their anchor on the defense. Marcus what? Smart's the anchor on the defense. No, Marcus I'm Smart is up for defensive player of the year. I'm talking about in the back, 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 back. Here's a proven fact. Here's a guys, proven. Dry, listen. If if Kyrie's going to the hole, oh, he's not scared. He's not scared of um. He's not scared of Smart. Why not? Smart's one of the best defensive players in the league, and Kyrie's one of the best offensive players in the league. You're also forgetting too that the Celtics play probably the best perimeter defense in the NBA. I don't see it. Without Robert Williams, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a very good series. I don't see it because if you, if you look at it like this, you put the their two best players, the next two best players versus Boston, two best players. Okay, so what? That's Katie and Kyrie and Tatum and Jalen Brown. They dominate that. They. Dominate. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think. I think that matchup. I think that matchup between Katie and Tatum is gonna be a lot closer than you think. But what I about think it will be. What about the matchup between Kyrie and Brown? Oh. Is Kyrie not not light years ahead? Light years no, ahead. Smart gonna go, smart's going to Smart's uh, going to guard Kyrie. They're not going to have Brown on Kyrie. Smart's no, going to guard Kyrie. Smart, I'm talking about smart, no, Smart's guarding Kyrie. Yeah. You think Brown is going to be. You think Brown will be as consistent as Kyrie is is in terms of scoring the ball? What is he has been. Yeah. I mean, he's been pretty. He's been averaging 25 a night for the last like yeah, two so weeks. You know. What about when it's a seven game series? When that scoring is going to be is going to be 
pushed to stop. It's going to either you shrink. A lot of people, a lot of great scores, when it comes to playoff, they either shrink or they go or they go big. You see Jalen Brown shrink. You see Jalen Brown going big in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't see Jalen Brown's. I don't, listen, Jalen Brown's. Good. I don't see Jalen Brown's. Um, like one on one, like one on one game, as good as any of the other three. So I feel like Boston is. I feel like. I just feel like Boston is at a disadvantage because, like I said, you're gonna need defense in the playoffs and having a rim protector, having Absolutely. a rim protector like Tom Lord, um, I was, I was to go telling- up against. To go up against those guys, I think is better uh, beneficial than um, smart their perimeter defense. Oh yeah, no, I, I understand that. But I was telling uh, Yavo before we got on the air that um, KD is a lot better defender than people give him credit for. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say he's an elite defender, but he's definitely a lot better of a defender than people give him credit for. But with that said, I still don't think he he can guard Tatum. Tatum's a better defender than KD. Tatum's a lot younger. Tatum's yeah. a lot faster. Yeah. I think Tatum. I think if I if I'm Jason Tatum, I'm wearing out KD. I'm using his age and attrition against him, and I'm wearing out KD, knowing that he's older. You hear what you're saying? Wear I do hear what I'm saying. Wear out. Did you see this dude just drop 55 in his sleep with his eyes closed? Just drop. KD yeah, dude. They played the fucking. Closed. They played the Cavs. Like, come on, dude. You could drop 55 on the Cavs without Jared oh, Allen. You're underestimating the Cavs' defensive prowess. Right there. Cavs are a good team, but without Jared Allen, without Jared Allen, the middle of the floor, the paint's wide hey, open. Like, of course. Boston in six with a straight. Without Robert Williams, you take away their inside defensive yeah. game. They yeah. still have Al Horford. They still have Daniel Thice. That, like, that, they're going to be fine. They've that, been fine. They still yeah. have won. They that, still that, have won multiple games without time. Since time well, went down, no, they no, haven't no, lost no, a game. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're. What, this is the playoff, Zach. I understand this is the playoffs, and I get the teams get exposed, but I think what you're forgetting, though, I think you're overestimating the loss of Time Lord. Like, it's really not that big. Like, I get Time Lord's good. It's really not that big of a loss. And it's going to take a lot more than Kyrie and KD to beat that. The Celtics are a very smart team. They're a very, they're a very smart team. They're very well defense. They're, like I said, they're probably one of the best defensive teams in the league. Um, I really, like, on all sides of it, perimeter, inside, outside, trust me. Smart's going to, Smart's going to, Smart's going to D up Kyrie. He has in the past. He's done it in the past numerous times. And I, I think he'll do it again in the playoffs. Marcus Smart and Kyrie Irving. What? Where has that guy, Marcus Smart and Kyrie Irving, when they match up in the playoffs? They haven't matched up in the playoffs. They haven't, right? They've never matched up in the playoffs. But in the regular season, they've matched up. And Smart usually wins that matchup. Regular, regular season matchup is different from postseason matchup. I understand that. But what I'm saying, though, is throughout the career, Smart has had Kyrie's number throughout his career. Smart, yes, Smart usually wins the matchup between Kyrie and Smart in the regular season. And this will be the first postseason matchup. Trust, dude, Smart's on the Smart's in the running for defensive player of the year this year. Oh, Zach, I'm with you because I'll tell you this Smart is a great defender. You know, one of the best in the league. He's the elite defender. I will say that. So is Tatum. So is Jason Tatum. But so is Jalen Brown. Kyrie is an elite scorer. And cream of the crop. I don't see smart. I don't see smarts not stopping Kyrie to the tune of like 15 points a night, or oh. he only getting 15. Kyrie's getting 20 plus points a night. I don't know because smart's gonna, Seriously. like I said, smart's you know? gonna DM up. Smart's gonna make. Smart's no, gonna make Kyrie. Make of course. Hey, no, let me finish. Let me finish. 
Because Smart's going to make Kyrie shoot the ball more. He's not going to let Kyrie drive. So that's going to take away a chunk of Kyrie's points right there already. So he's going to make Kyrie shoot the ball more. Shooting the ball more means you're going to miss more shots. So trust me, I don't think it's going to go quite – I think it's going to be a hard-fought series. I think the Celtics win in six. Zach, I, I do. I just think the Celtics have better depth. Like all the way, to, all the way around, the Celtics have the better bench. The Celtics have the better depth. They, they, from one to five, the Celtics are a better team overall. I would say, like the Nets are KD and Kyrie, and outside of that, like yeah, I know you got Andre Drummond, but outside of that, there's really no one that's there's really no one that you're like, eh, you know, you're like there's a there's a bunch of bums outside of KD and Kyrie. No offense, like a lot of those guys are old or bums. But like at least the Celtics from one to five can line up with anyone in the league and their bench is way better than Brooklyn's. Like, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I think it's going to come down. It's going to be a series of attrition. It's going to be who's the better conditioned team and who can play defense better. And I think that's Boston. And I mean that we might have to do a small little wager. If you're that confident, you're that confident. I, I'm telling you, ball, there's no way Boston is beating uh, Brooklyn. No way. Okay. Okay. So what happens, what happens when fucking, when Kyrie fucking pulls his mangina and misses the rest of the series. Because wow. that's also a likely, that's also a likely scenario it's too. Not, it's not due to what if injury injuries. It's not due to that. It's no, not. but then I'm going to say, but then what are you guys going to say then, huh? Because then you're going to be like, okay, you know, I'm just saying like, I get it. I understand what you're saying. And I absolutely, you guys are absolutely right. Like we're both right on, we were just talking from different perspectives. You guys are talking from the Brooklyn side of it. I'm talking from the Boston side of it. We're both right, you know, in our thing. So, like I said, it's going to be no, a good no, series. No, 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 Zach. No, 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 Zach. One of us is going to be right. Yeah, and it's going to be me. Okay, we'll see. Remember, remember, this is the same matchup we had last year, last year. And all, all I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is, how, how many championships have the Brooklyn Nets won? Big fat zero. Okay. Uh, we gonna go how many the Celtics have? How many the Celtics have? Seventeen. A cha- okay, I'm just that, telling that, you, it's a championship that, pedigree. That, we have a championship pedigree. We know how to win championships. That, that, have anybody on this on this Celtics team won a ring in the past five years? No, but we oh, know how to win championships in Boston. Won championship in the past five years? Yes. Who KD? Because he KD. had to go play with he had to go play with Steph Curry. He had to go play with Curry. He had to go. He joined a super team Curry. and got a ring. Come on, man, dude, I don't do that. He fought. I mean, yeah, I get it. He was the uh, Finals MVP, but still, he look at the team he was playing with with the Finals. You could have fucking, you could have played, you could have played small forward on that Golden State team and won a ring. Like, get the fuck out of here. That rings, that rings got an asterisk on it with KD. Listen, oh, I agree. See that? Oh, we can't. We, hey, we not gonna get into that because discredit the ring because of the team. We're not gonna do that. I agree with you on that statement that KD's. Rings in Golden State have asterisks by them. Yes, yes, I they agree. do. But anyways, um, but yeah, I think, I think Nets, Bucks, actually can't be that, um, because of where they're sitting. Yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah, the Bucks are the three yeah. seed. Nets so are the seven I'm, seed. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna actually say, I, I don't know because I don't really like Miami. I really don't like. Miami's not gonna. Yeah, I don't like them this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if Miami loses in the first round. If I had to, I would be honest with you. I wouldn't. I would. would, That would not shock me if they lost to the eight seed in the first round. So I'm gonna have to say um, Sixers Nets in the. uh, Here's my hot take on that. Here's my hot take on that. I don't think Sixers get past the first round. Oh. 
I the, what the Sixers are what the Sixers are what the three seed or the four seed? They're playing the Raptors. To the four seed, huh? Yeah. I feel like the Raptors are the perfect matchup for the Sixers. Okay, I want to hear this. They have they have the 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 problem with stopping the Sixers in the playoffs is you have a guy in the bead who could, you have a, with size and scoring ability in the bead. You have Tyrese Maxey who's been a great offensive player this year. You have now they have the addition of James Harden scoring and playmaking. On top of that, you have you still have Tobias Harris. You still have Matisse Thybulle, a great defender, right? But yeah. match up with the match up the Raptors. The Raptors have the to me they have the core pieces. They have the superstar in Pascal Siakam. To me, is nobody talks about Pascal, but Pascal has been amazing this year, absolutely amazing this year. He's been in the superstar role and he has been doing it perfectly. He does exactly what he needs to do, and he wins. They win games. The Raptors win games. They have a score. They have a great. They have a great perimeter scoring for Van Vliet. A lot of people. Don't, a lot of people don't talk about Van Vliet, but Van Vliet also been a great player this year for the Raptors. You have yeah. Trent Jr., OG, OJ Novi, Scotty Barnes. Uh, who else? Yeah, they, they have Precious. They have Chris Boucher. So sure, yeah. Birch. To me, the Raptors have a lot of great guys. Who could, who could who could score? Who could be who could be on that scoring scoring no, board? You right, you right. Absolutely, you're right. But I think I think Harden is better than Van Vliet. Maxi is better than Trent. Embiid is better than Siakam. You know, okay. Tobias Harris is better than Scotty Barnes. But do you trust Embiid and do you trust Embiid and Harden in the playoffs? Yes, yes. Yeah. I actually, I actually. Do. And I was just gonna say that I do. Listen, I don't. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't have no quarrels with Embiid. To me, it's all about his health for him. But I still do not trust James Harden. James Harden is not giving me one reason to trust him in the playoffs. He carried. He carried. He carried the Rockets to the Western Conference Finals by himself. Like I, yeah, trust, I, tr- I trust both of them for this simple fact. They're both superstars. They're both superstars. What superstar does the Raptors have? Okay. Exactly. And and like I said, it'll definitely that's another that's gonna be another intriguing series. Like that's gonna be a very good series because to Yavo's point, yeah, the Raptors like actually are like they, are very, they can play. They can actually ball, they can play. They're they're a very scrappy team, very surprised team. So they could definitely I see that series going seven, like with how it could be. Like you could see it go seven, but I just think because like how those teams are, and when knowing Philly that Philly's gonna be Philly, and they're gonna drop a game or two due to some dumb mistake or something like that, being Philly, you know. So I know that's gonna happen, um, but yeah, I still gotta give the edge to Philly over Toronto in that. Like I just, I don't. I get what you're saying, Javo. I understand. Oh, the turnover machine that James Harden is. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. The the scoring draws that James Harden will give. To Philly. I get what you're saying. But the playoffs is very different than the regular season. Raptors is a very good regular season team. I'm not calling him a a playoff choker, but I'm saying I can't trust James Harden when he has this whole stigma behind him about him not performing well when it comes to closeout games in the playoff series. He's also never had he's also never had Joel Embiid. Embiid, yeah. He's also never had Embiid in a playoff series before. Yeah, not have Chris Paul in the playoffs. Chris Paul is a different play. Embiid's yeah. Embiid opens up a lot more things for you than Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Embiid yeah. opens up the whole floor Maybe. for him, and it l- allows Harden to create a lot more and gives Harden a lot more space than 
having just Chris Paul. Right. And remember, you know? this was a almost, not, this is not the seven Raptors team, but the main core, Fred Everything and Pascal Siakam, they, they, they did beat Embiid in the playoffs with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, but that was that was because Kawhi was there, and they hit, and Kawhi not nothing, no takeaway for that. Kawhi was on that team, but Pascal and Fred were they proved themselves in that playoff in that playoff run. With all right, all right, all right. So let me ask you this then: Are you going to say the same thing about that playoff run if Kawhi misses that shot against the Sixers to win the series? If that shot doesn't go in and the Sixers go on to the finals, are you going to say that? Can't, I can't tell you that. They he missed the shot. I can't go off of what never happened. I'm telling you what happened. Kawhi won that game for the Sixers. Yeah, Kawhi won the championship for Toronto. Kawhi, Kawhi was the only okay, reason that he Okay, but he also had the pieces with him. He had the other <coughs> man on the floor with him. They were there. They played. Yeah, but they still have the same team, and they're not nearly as good of a team without Kawhi as they were with Kawhi. Kawhi was the difference maker. Kawhi was the reason why they got that ring. It wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't Van Vliet, it wasn't Siakam, it was Kawhi. Straight up. That was that was why Toronto won that ring was because of Kawhi Leonard. And why did and why did the why did the uh Sixers lose that series then? Because Kawhi hit that last second shot. <laughs> That's why. why That's why the only reason why they lost that series because that that series that series went toe to toe that whole time, like and why couldn't even, the Sixers game? What happened? What? What happened? Why couldn't the Sixers close, close off the game? Why did it have to come down to that final shot from Kawhi? Why couldn't the Sixers close out like a regular team? It's, it's the playoffs. Say, it's the playoffs. It's going to come. It always comes down to the last possession. Now, John, with, with, all, with all that, when you were just been talking about the Raptors, right? Um, who, who, who is this guy you've been talking about? Kawhi, right? Kawhi, Kawhi. What is Kawhi? A superstar. And that is what you need when you're in the playoffs. Yeah. If you don't have a superstar on your team, you see, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, oh, that that's why I feel like the Raptors are they're in trouble because they don't have anybody. Like I said, if you well, we've seen teams in like, a seven-game series, you, you've seen everybody. You've seen all their plays, all their sets. You've seen it all. If you don't have a guy that can just go get you a bucket. You don't, don't think can get them, you don't think Van Vliet and Siakam get, can get the Raptors a bucket anytime they want? You really only gonna sit here and tell me Van Vliet and Siakam can't can't get you can't get you bucket. Listen, I what you listen. Watch the Raptors. Ten second, the last Watch second. Raptors. Watch the Raptors play. The Raptors is not giving the ball. The Raptors is not just giving the ball to Van Vliet and everybody is just standing around. No, the the Raptors play team basketball. Yeah, that's they they're they're very team organized. Yeah. That, well, like that's said, their game. It's pass the ball down, around team. When it all I breaks mean, down, they don't have that one guy that can just take over the game. They have two of those guys. Van Vliet. So Van Vliet can just take over a game. Yes, yes, he can. What? Yes. I would say what I would ar- I would argue that Gary Trent Jr. is a better scorer than Van Vliet. Exactly. Uh, uh, exactly. We're talking about score. Van Vliet is a good shooter. But Van We're talking about overall score. Gary yeah, score. Trent Jr. is a better scorer I, than Fred VanVleet. I would agree with that. I would agree with it. So you're just saying that the Raptors have another weapon, though. You're just giving us another weapon. And Gary Trent. Yeah, listen. Like said, he's a great scorer. Give but, us another weapon. What, what's they ain't doing that, though. They not giving the ball to Trent and, and Trent not taking over the game like that. I'm sorry. Whoever is hot 
And, yeah, and but that, Trent, with how good, even though even Trent being being, are, you know, with yeah. how good of a scorer Trent is, is he's he doesn't have that killer instinct in him. He's not going to go take over a game when he needs to. He's exactly. not going to go knock down those clutch shots. You know, exactly. he just doesn't have that. That and that's a, that's okay. You know, I that's completely it. fine. That's just not in his repertoire yeah, of anything. He's a great scorer. Yeah. What? That's why you have former NBA champions Fred VanVleet and Pascal Siakam. Yeah, but neither one of them have the killer instinct, and they both know Kawhi carried them to that championship. Okay, now watch them carry carry Toronto to the out the first round. Out of the first round. Out of the first round against a top against a top three team, top four team. So you think Toronto beats Philly? I just think I think it's the same. I'm gonna. I hate to use the same argument I used the Celtics Nets, but I think it's along the similar lines that one to five, the Phillies are just a much better team. One to five. I don't think so. I don't think, I think like, like you, like you, like you told me about the Celtics where um, you said, you said, you said to your point, Jason Tatum is much closer to Kevin Grant than a lot of people think he is. I yeah. think, I think the Raptors as a whole unit, it's much closer to the Sixers superstars. Than it's going to be, it's going to be a tight, it's going to be a, a tight series gonna i imagine there's gonna be a lot of close games like that's gonna be a series where you're not gonna have like 10 point wins in it you're gonna each game's probably gonna come down to you know i'd say two to five points you know each game between them and i'm going but, i'm going sixes and five i'm sorry raptors and raptors and seven sorry. raptors and seven all right i'm going six is five i just don't i don't see it from the raptors i don't see that star power in the playoff you need star power do Pascal Siakam is the name not meaningless to you? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Look at the look at the Raptors records. Look at the Raptors wins. What else does Siakam have to do to play? So you got the Raptors beating the Sixers in the first round. Raptors beating the Sixers. I honestly, I, I I'm not saying the Sixers are a bad team. I'm saying the Raptors have a to me what makes a lot a lot of, in the NBA right now. When yeah. the team win is not only the ability to score the ball, it's not only the ability to score the ball, but it's more of can you can you come down can you come down the floor and anybody on your team could go score. That's that's what it comes down to. Who if can somebody on your team score? Because I seen I seen with the Nets when the Nets seen the KD to score, he did all the scoring. But his teammates uh, when they lost to the ball last year, their team his teammates disappeared. Right? Yeah. I feel like for the Raptors, they solve that issue because they have anybody on that team could go off any night. And it all depends who had the hot hand that night. I think that's what it comes down to. All right. Yeah, right. To guard and compete with the best of them on the wing and perimeter. All right. All right. So who, all right. So who you guys have winning the next, uh, the next playing game in the East between Atlanta and Charlotte? I like, I like, um, I like Atlanta. Over Charlotte. Over Charlotte, yeah. Honestly, um, only because only because I give Trey Young that slight edge as being the best player on the floor. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. I can agree yeah. with that for well, sure. I would say Trent. I would say Trey Young is yeah the best player in that entire series of yeah. both teams. He's definitely yeah the best player. He's better than he's better than Lamelo. Yeah, not to knock Lamelo because Lamelo is oh no Lamelo is great. Um, but yeah, Trey is definitely better than Lamelo. Um, I mean, they're kind of like th- both these teams, both the Hornets and the Hawks, are kind of oh. built very similar, yeah. similarly. Yeah. 
young. Um, they have a very similar like roster construction. I think they're going to be two evenly matched teams. I think it'll be a good game. But yeah, if I have to pick a winner, I'm going. I'm going with Atlanta. I just think Atlanta. I think Trey Young's going to be too much for Charlotte. I just Trey Young's a lot like I know Trey Young gets a lot of flack and he's like a villain in the NBA, but Trey Young's great. No, no, he's just a villain to the Knicks. It's just to the Knicks. It's no, just it's I was good. gonna say it's just to the Knicks, but he just he be talking, he just talks noise to the oh, Knicks. Oh yeah, yeah, he talks. Well, I'm just saying. Oh Knicks. yeah, but no, I mean I like Trey's, that about his game though. I like that about his game. Yeah, Trey's Trey's very not good. No, he's not. Not he's not. All right. So how about uh how about out west? Out west. Hold on. I honestly, why I think I think oh, the Hornets yeah, are think? Oh yeah. Sorry about that. It's, it's good. I think the Hornets are going to come out on top with the the Atlanta Hawks. The reason why is uh John Collins is he going to be healthy? Come play, come come their playing game. Is he going to be healthy? You take away John Collins. That's the that's what almost 20, 20 point per game score for the Hawks. That take that that what that now needs King Capella to score a lot in the post. And I'll, to me, I don't think Capella is a great offensive player. He's not. He's nowhere close to a good offensive player, a great offensive player as a big man. Yeah, but like, but he's he's Capella's a great rebounder, great. Defense. He is. He is the best. He's, yeah. he's the best big man in the series. But yeah. okay, you got that. Now, what about the what about the what about the defense? I think the Hornets oh. provides a much better defense. Hornets, so you think and defensive skill. So you think Hornets? Who? So you think the Hornets? I think the Hornets, their defense, their defense could stop Trey Young. No way. I'm not, okay. Trey still getting his. Trey still getting his. Trey will get still he'll get his. Capella's gonna body Plum Dog Millionaire yeah. like. They got they got Lamelo Ball who can score, rebound, assist. They have Lamelo Ball and Miles Bridges. Outside of that, the rest. Oh, and Terry Rozier. Outside of that, the rest are like. Uh, Terry players are very, very good. Not very great. Oh, absolutely, Terry Rozier is very good. He's underrated. Miles definitely is. A lot of people, a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people give Miles Bridges credit he deserves. He is. He is a great player this year. He, he is, is. A top, is. A top four. Hey, is. I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge Miles Bridges fan. I love Miles. I've been a Miles supporter. If you played, if you've been in the fantasy leagues with me, you know how much. If you watch me draft, I always try to draft Miles oh, I know. Bridges. Oh, I know. I always try to trade <laughs> Miles Bridges. Mason, I love Miles Bridges. Don't get me wrong. I do love Miles. I, like I said, I think it's gonna be a good game. But yeah, like I just I think Trey Trey to me is the only player in that series that has that killer instinct. Yeah. That can take over when needed, and yeah. you know, yeah. I and with his shooting prowess, I just, I don't think the Hornets, I don't think the Hornets have enough defensively to stop I Trey. Yeah, I do because honestly, I, I, I like the mother ball being primary defender on on Trey Young. The mother ball is fast, quick on his feet, long, lengthy. That's to me, that's what you need to stop uh, Trey Young. The mother ball has all the tools. He's Melo's not a great defender though. Trey's getting his, but with that being said, I'm going to ask y'all this. I mean, well, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to ask you guys. I I feel like either one of those teams could um, could beat Miami in the yeah, next absolutely. round. But I think Atlanta could actually uh, has the better chance of actually beating them. To beat Miami? And Lane is the team to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think the horn. I don't think the horn is think the horn, yeah. to be. To be. I think if I think if I'm Miami, if I'm Miami, 
I'm rooting for Charlotte to win that play-in yeah. game. They yes. have Miami. Yes. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Like if I'm uh, Mason Palmer won't be a problem. Won't be won't be a problem for King Capella to stop. But I think King Capella King Capella matches up better. He don't what's called. Sorry. I would like a King Capella on him. I think prefers Mason Palmer. I think yeah, I think I think Bam. I mean Capella. That's a good matchup uh, versus Bam. Yeah, Bam and Capella. Yeah, yeah. Bam I, is better, but I don't think he. I think he prefers the safer matchup. Oh yeah, safer. oh d- most definitely. Most oh yeah, because sometimes Peter Washington comes out to five or Marcelo. Is he on the team still? Who? Who? Marcelo. We Marcelo too, right there. Yeah. Another. I, I love the producer for the Hornets. Yeah. I love Plum Dog Millionaire as much as the next guy, but. I just I don't see he's not that great. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he's just not that good. <laughs> he's better than the day. Better he's player. He's better than All right, player. so who's go who's gonna go? Um well, let me ask y'all this. Um we was talking about Atlanta. So so who y'all think's going in the east to the to the finals? Nets. Not not east to conference. Nets. Who you got, Zach? Nets. I don't think the Nets I don't think the Nets could. I think the Nets can make some noise, but I don't think they have enough to get all the way to the finals, the NBA finals. Um, probably gonna say in the East. I'm gonna say Boston. They've been, they've been the best team in the Eastern Homer. Conference for the last three months. Like, no, I get it. I get it. They've been the best team in the East for the last three months. So. Um, all right, West. Ooh. What matchups? Well, we yeah. still got to talk about the playing games in the West, because yeah, right now, look, I was gonna, be, I was gonna be funny. I was gonna say, who do y'all think? Y'all think the Lakers are gonna make it in the play? Beat <laughs> when they're playing games? That's not. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not. <laughs> come on. Let the Lakers. Let the Lakers. Listen, the Lakers already been through enough. Don't. That's not. That's not. Nah, they, the Lakers. I don't want the Lakers. I don't want to do that. To, I don't want to go. I don't want to talk bad about them. Gene Buss made the right move with firing Frank Vogel. Vogel, I think, was a huge – Frank Vogel, to me, kind of was just he, – he's not a he's not a basketball coach. He's not a head coach. Like, I never saw, like – to me, Frank Vogel, like, when I saw him, I'm like, this isn't a guy I would want to run through a brick wall for. Like, this isn't a guy I would want to play for. This is a guy that I'd be like, nah, you're a clown. Like, and that's kind of what I kind of felt like. And I think now, with Frank Vogel being gone, I think the Lakers will be a lot better. Because I think he, I think he'll know how to use all the players. Like Frank Vogel had no idea how to use Russell Westbrook this year. Yeah. He had no I, idea how to use. I've been saying this since he got on the team. You cannot ask Westbrook to be. You cannot ask Westbrook to stand on the perimeter and wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah no. like, I think Frank Vogel totally like. I think I really blame a lot. I blame a lot of the Lakers' struggles on Vogel this year because. He's not a great coach, just yeah. plain and simple. He never has terrible. he never really has been a great coach. Um I think, yeah, in the bubble, obviously. I think Vogel got an extra got an extra couple of years because he won the championship in the bubble, you know? I think if they don't win that championship, Vogel was fired last season. So I just think I think though without Vogel, I think the Lakers will be a lot better off. I think they're gonna be a lot better next year. Also, they they need to stay healthy. That's another thing too. They need to stay healthy. Like they lost AD they, for a long period of time. They trade. Um, you think they trade uh, AD? No, no, no they're not going to trade AD. 
No. They're never gonna trade AD. They trade LeBron before they trade AD. All right, let's get a look to the uh, the players then. Uh, T Wolves, Clippers, Spurs, Pelicans. Well, T Wolves, Clippers is going on right now, and the T Wolves. Last I checked, the T Wolves were up ninety nine ninety five with Ooh. three minutes left. Ooh. it's thirty eight seconds left. The score is one hundred six to one hundred one. Timbles are Timbles are winning up by five with 38, uh, 38 seconds. Yep. Uh, oh, team. They got a good squad. But D Dilo and Anthony Edwards, they are they both have twenty nine points right now. Let both. me let me hold on. Let me talk with both of these real quick. Let me. I'm gonna tell you my my uh, two things. You say the T Wolves is winning. T Wolves has also been one of the um. Surprise teams that um, since the All-Star break, too. They've won a bunch of games. Um, but I think the Clippers, I think the Clippers um, should win it. Paul George has been playing pretty good since he's been back. But I think the Clippers probably should win it. But I wouldn't be surprised if the T-Wolves did. Spurs, yeah. Pelicans, you know, Spurs is my team. So yeah, I think the Spurs, I I think the Spurs take no, it against stop. the Pels. Listen, listen, listen. I just think, no, I think the Spurs have a much better team. One, I think yeah. the Spurs... Our more experienced team, like they got Greg Popovich, who's a yeah. four-time NBA champion, you know. So I think he's gonna. Hey, he has that championship prowess. He's been there, you know. He knows what to deal with in the playoffs. I think Dejounte's. Yeah. I think Dejounte Murray alone is better than the entire Pelicans roster. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking Bi because Bi is great, but I just think Dejounte Murray is. I, Dejounte Murray alone is better than that entire Pelicans DJ team, McCall? and then you add and then you add a player like Jakob Podol, who's Keldin, an underrated, Keldin, who's an underrated center. What? Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson, Devin I mean, Vassell. And I was saying, if you've been if you've been watching Lonnie Walker, he's been balling lately. He's been balling. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna bring up Lonnie Walker too. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think, I think the Spurs, the Spurs get that. I think the Spurs get the dub there. Yeah. Um, and it looks like, yeah, it looks like Minnesota will hold on to win. Um, Minnesota's got a good, they got Minnesota, a good squad. Nice, nice. Minnesota's, nice. The, I just think, I think the thing with Minnesota is a lot of their key positions are young, like outside yeah. of, outside of Cat yeah. and outside of D'Lo, the rest of the guys are relatively, relatively yeah. young and still developing. Like Ant, Ant's going to be great. Oh yeah. Ant is going to oh, be yeah. great, but you know, he's Ant. still, he, he's only 20, what, 21 years old. Ant has the potential to uh, vault himself up to a superstar level. He has that type of game. Yeah, no, he's he's he could he's become a superstar. Good. He could become a superstar. It's funny because I remember like early last year in the rookie year, they were like, "Oh, why did why did they take Anthony? Why did they take Anthony Edwards one overall? This dude's not good." Yeah. And then like he turned it on like second half of last year and just yeah. kept going with it. Kind of like what Jalen Green did this year too. Like, did you um, see the block? You, speaking of Jalen Green, yes. Jay, did you see the interview did with Jalen Green where they asked him, "What did you learn from your rookie season?" He's like, "I'm a bucket." Hey, he said, "He said I know I'm a bucket." That's exactly what he said. I said, "Look at my boy, boy." <laughs> he is. He ain't lying. He is. He said he that I'm lying. a bucket. He ain't lying. But out of the West, I'm, there's I'm a lot like, of good teams out West. I mean, West, the Mavs I'm, might not have Luca either because I guess Luca is in a walking boot. He was seen. He was seen a walking boot. I think. I think Luca will play. I just. I think, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have uh, picked them anyway. I wasn't gonna pick the Mavs. I picked Memphis. They come out the west. Uh, west. Yeah, I think I'm Memphis. Gonna, is- I wish he was on here because as I've been 
watching, watching the end of these games, and as I've been like thinking about um, how the year's been going, and um, I'm going Spurs, guys, coming out the West. I mean, not Spurs. Spurs out of the West. I'm sorry, not Spurs. Not Spurs. I'm going Suns, guys. Suns. I'm going Suns. Yes, I'm going Suns. Okay. Let me tell you why. Check this out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Suns have the best record in the NBA two years in a row. Two years in a row. If you do, if you look at these teams in the West. Memphis, Golden State, Mavs, Jazz, Nuggets. I heard you. I heard you name two teams better than the Suns. Golden, Golden State is in trouble if Curry's not healthy. They're, Absolutely, they're done. They're a very so, different team. They're a very different team pick, without Steph Curry. That was my pick, but I'm not sure if Curry is gonna be Curry is uh gonna be 100. Then you go to the Jazz. What do you really got there? They can't beat the Suns. What Donovan what Mitchell, got? Donovan Mitchell, and Rodi Gobert? Yeah, I mean, what do you got? The Nuggets? Who, oh, you only got the Joker. I mean, Mavs. I mean, give me a break. Um, oh, and you got Memphis, which is to me, I said now my my pick is Memphis Suns in the Western Conference Finals. That's my pick. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Put some respect where respect is due. Who? Okay. Who? Luke, this is we're talking about the same man named Luka Doncic who. Took on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Look, Luca, Luca is the type of Luca is already at 23 years old a lock for the Hall of Fame. Like yeah. without yeah. a doubt, Luca, yeah. Luca Doncic is. And the thing back. about Luca, like one of the things I've noticed about Luca too, his talent is he's so good. Like his talent and his abilities cover a lot of holes on that Mavs team. It does. Like he he's and yeah the the Mavs are the type of team where they don't need a big three they just need a big two they need Luka. someone else to pair up with Luca that's all they don't need a yeah. big three yeah and they can be a successful team I mean Luca alone like Luca carried them to the th- what they they were the three seed for most of the year they finished at the four seed you know and that was mainly Luca Doncic Luca is Luca's amazing don't get me wrong but like like to what Jay said you're gonna need more than Luca to win in the playoffs honestly oh, yeah. okay well. I'm not saying the Mavs are going to win it all, but I'm, if they match up with the Suns, I'm assuming that will be second round, right? Yeah. If they match up with the Suns. To me, the what the I watched, mm-hmm. I watched the Mavs live play against the Nets, and what I've seen from the Mavs, not only does Luka make scoring the basketball easy, like take came from Bay, that's that's what scoring the basketball is for Luka, but they have they have so many shot makers and Jalen Brunson, they added Spencer. They still have Tim Hardaway Jr. They have a they have a hard. Well, I'm not gonna say he's an interior presence, but that man, Dwight Powell, I think he he could play. He could play with the best bigs, and he'll give them a little trouble. Aiton's gonna body Powell. Aiton's gonna body Powell down low. Java, what would you say about the Raptors? Um, They play as a team. They got a good team, all around team, right? They do. Suns, would you agree to that? The Suns have a good all around team, right? Yes, they do have. You know them. the difference. You know the difference. The rat, the Suns. I'll say this: Devin Booker is or, Devin Booker is right at the cusps. Some already say for me, he's right there on the cusp of being a superstar. And you put a superstar with a, a team. 
I mean, I mean, you got Chris Paul who's already a superstar too. Exactly. Exactly. You're asking to trust a Suns team who their point guard is known for his injury lapses. I see. Listen, I see a different Suns team. Remember, remember, I was telling y'all last year it was like at the end of the game, Booker should have been having the ball. It should have been Booker more than it was Paul. You know what I see different this year? Paul is giving Booker the Paul. It's it's the Devin Booker show. It's not it's not the Chris Paul show no more because at times last year I I thought I was like Paul is just I think Paul is trying to this you know he's trying to get this championship I I felt like he was just trying to outshine so he can get that MVP when he should have been feeding Booker 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 and I see that this year he's giving it it's Booker 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 and Booker's you know he's he's making the most of it I feel it I feel it I still just think. The Suns are great, and they're returning pretty much most of the same team that they had from the finals last year. I think definitely they're going to make some noise. Um, I agree with you. I think the Western Conference Finals is going to be Memphis and Phoenix. Yeah. I just think Memphis is is probably, arguably, the most complete team in the entire playoffs on both sides, East yeah. and West. Memphis is the most complete team from yeah. one to five. Yeah. Their bench. Um, I mean, Ja alone is great. Ja alone's tough to match up with. He's a tough matchup with his athleticism. And now he's starting to shoot, too. Like, now he's starting to be able to shoot the ball a little bit more, too. He's getting better with his shot. So, um, Ja is Jaw's a superstar. I would say Ja is already yeah. a superstar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, look at what he's done in the few years he's been in Memphis. He brought that team from yeah. being a bottom of the barrel of the West to now the three seed in, you know, what, two years, two, three years? You know, this is third year in the league. So, yeah, yeah, three, like, two, three seasons. Yeah, he's done that. You know, Ja's amazing. I love Ja. He's one of my favorite players to watch um, in this era. He's just – so, I don't know. I would – that, and that's going to be a tough series, too. Memphis Suns. I agree um, with that matchup, though. I That's my question. What makes you so confident that the Grizzlies are going to make it to the, final, to the conference finals against the – They have. And, and, hear, and hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Because yeah, superstar named Ja. Okay, okay, but hear, okay, hear me out, hear me out first before you go on your little. Oh, Jamal superstar MVP. Hear me out, hear me out real quick, hear me out real quick. Okay, um, so a lot of people know me. My roommate especially knows I love to bash the Warriors. I, I don't hate the Warriors, but I just love, I just love talking shit about the Warriors. I, I, I love it. I. I feed on when I see the Warriors. When the Warriors lose, I, I get happy. But let's let's uh, but let's 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 be, let's be real here for a second in the playoffs. Secretary, you you named Devin Booker. You got to talk about John Morant. Let's talk about somebody who's proved themselves night in night out. Two MVPs, one of you. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about the man who's won. He has Let's talk the man who won three NBA rings, three NBA championships. He may not even play though. Exactly. He may not even be there, and not, then it's a completely not, different Golden not, State not, team not, without Curry. Stephen Curry is the best player, and he is the he is a top two player in this entering the West, entering the West in the playoffs. Um, yeah, but he, and you can't guard him like you guard five, I would say top five. I wouldn't say top two. I would, top put a, I would put a few players ahead of ahead of Curry, but he's definitely top five. Okay, in the West, in the that's, playoffs. That's, that's your list, but you can't guard Steph Curry when you guard everybody else. Wonder why? Oh, you're right. Somebody named Clay yeah. Thompson, who is healthy, 
and ready to shoot the ball. But ja, we call them the Splash Brothers for a reason. But Jabo, if he's not there, then what what's gonna happen? You see, you're better on the fact that he's not there. Let's talk no, about. No, I'm not betting because that's my no. That was that's my pick. But what I'm saying is Curry night at he. Even if he plays, they're saying Curry might not even be like a hundred. He's not if you're not a hundred percent. This is especially okay. okay especially at his age too. Curry's thirty two. He's not. He's not in his twenties anymore. It's different. Yeah. Okay. When you get your job, 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 you're not. You're you're still young, so it's not. It's not hitting you yet. But when you get to be about when you get to be about like twenty seven, twenty eight. Jay knows what I'm talking about. When you get to be about like 27, 28, you just kind of start feeling it. Your body's not the same. Oh, yeah. And then when you get into your oh, 30s, yeah. especially when you get hurt, you oh, don't yeah. heal as quickly. You don't you recover don't as, as fast. Yeah. Okay. You don't, okay. You're not, you That's don't good. have the same recovery. Like in 30, so yeah, like to, to what Jay's saying, like, yeah, even if he plays, how effective can he be? Because okay. so he's not going to be 100%, okay. you know? Let me tell you why. Because even if Stephen Curry plays not 100%, 100%, they are going to guard him the way they always guard him. And here's why, because like I said, Clay Thompson, you got a great inside score in Angelins who have, who have been proven this while being on the Warriors. You have you have Draymond Green, who is the who is the who is a diehard, who is a die, who's a core of that team defense. You have a guy named Jordan Poole who is entering. People's calling him the next star of the of the Warriors. Like, what we, are we not talking about the Warriors? Let's forget about the let's forget about the Celtics and Lakers. Let's talk about the Warriors recently known dynasty they still have those three core guys on that team yeah. and you, you guys gonna sit here and tell me that the what the bucks what the sons are doing for two seasons what the methods what the grace are doing for one season is better than what we're going to get from stepping so what we see from Stephen curry right now absolutely after this season yes i would say that the suns i would say the suns oh. and the grizzly are a better team this year than the Golden State Warriors are. You're absolutely right. Based on the past of the Golden State Warriors, yes. But right now, the Suns and Grizzlies are a better team than the Golden State Warriors. Bring in results. We're all results that from Devin Booker and John Ray. I don't see no results for them. Yeah, but your your argue your argument here is kind of it's I'm I'm it's kind of silly. Like you're basing it on past experience of what Golden State that's did, and it's not based on this year. This year, this year, the Suns. And the Memphis Grizzlies are a better team than the Golden State Warriors this year. I think I think the Warriors been hurt too long for them to be considered better than the Warriors. The Warriors, you got the Warriors didn't have playoffs for half the season. They had they they probably Jamal probably played half the season. For all I know, definitely had a men's team by himself. Him and Jordan Poole. And are we forgetting how great Jordan Poole has been playing as the second as the second option for Golden State? So what? So you you're picking Golden State? I'm picking Golden State to come out the West. Yes, as much as I hate. I mean, I agree. Like I, I said, I agree. I agree because that is my pick. This, but I'm basing it. I'm basing it off of. I don't think Steph Curry, as long as Steph is on the court, hundred percent or not, I think Steph is. I think Steph is going to be the best player on that court. But see, I disagree. I disagree because if you're injured and you're like me, I'm a coach, and if I knew my team was going, then uh, uh, the other team's best player was hurt mm-hmm. and gingerly on an ankle, you know what I'm doing? I'm, I'm playing up on him because yep. he's a shooter. I'm playing up on him 
And I don't care if he goes by me. I'm not going to let him shoot it. Yep. I'm yeah, playing up on him. I'm playing up on him. Guard? And offensively, when he's guarding me offensively, I'm making him move Thank a you. lot. And exactly. I'm making him move laterally. Yes. I'm not making him move in a straight line forward and back. Yep. I'm making him move laterally on a bum angle. That's yes, because you're going to get the step on him. It's yeah. lateral movement on the court. I just don't see. Because, Ja, that's Ja. That's, that's Curry can't guard Ja. Java, I'm gonna tell you like this. That's my pick, cause I. That's my pick. The Warriors is. My and he pick. can't guard stuff. Who? John Morant can't guard stuff. Chris Paul can't guard stuff. Java's a much better stuff. defender than you give him credit for. I just don't. I'm, see I'm not taking away. Any, I've seen the best of defenders go go at Stephen Curry, and Stephen Curry came out on top every time. I just don't see it. I just uh, I see. I see a healthy a healthy Curry. They're coming out the West. Yeah, if Curry is 100%. But absolutely. if Curry is going to be out there even, you know, limping and, you know, being cautious with that ankle so he don't hurt it, they're not going to win. I'm sorry, man. I they, think and then you got to also, also go back and look at this also. Clay is not really 100, 100% himself. He's just now coming back off the road. something 40 just, just the other night. No, I think if I, I think if Golden I get all State, that, but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? I get all okay. that, but he if give him another State year. Okay, so you're, you're so what your problem with the Warriors is you don't feel they have a guy who could take on the offensive role that Curry would. They're not healthy. I, I feel that they're not healthy. That's what I see. Is. Okay, what so about me? I think for Golden State to come out of the West, the it's not going to be because of Curry and Clay. It's going to be because. Kaminga stepped up. It's going to be because Poole stepped up. It's going to yeah. be because yeah. it's going to take it's going to take the the rest of the players. It's going to take the players that aren't named Curry and Clay for Golden State to come out of the West. It depends on their performance in the playoffs. Yeah. Like Poole, how great he's been. This is this is his first playoff run, and you get exposed in the playoffs, especially being yeah. a young guy. Yeah. They're gonna he's gonna get exposed at some times. Like trust me, they're gonna. I don't know. So I think it's I think it's dependent on. Golden State's role players, yeah. how they do will determine Golden State's success. If they don't do well, Golden State's going to have a very quick exit in the playoffs. If they yeah. do well, Golden State will have a nice run. You know? If yeah. their stars don't do well, let's how are they going to perform in a playoff setting? You could say that for a lot of stars. Who's their first round matchup? Huh? Who's Golden State's first round matchup? They're the three seed. They're playing. They're playing the Nuggets. They're playing Jokic. Yeah. I don't know if they can pass Yoki. I think they can. I don't know. It just like I said, depend on health. I'm not saying the oh, worst can stop Yoki. You throw Draymond at him, he'll slow him down. But who else on the who else on the um the Nuggets are going to is going to ball? Uh, you see, you see the name. Jokic's the same Bones. type of player like Luka. You don't need – he covers a lot of your holes and your weaknesses, like, especially with his ability to do it all. Um, but what yeah. are you going to say? You got to get off? Yeah, I was going to say, I got guys I'm, – I'm sorry. Yeah, I got to get off my um, – oh. oh, shit, we've been going an hour and a half. Yeah, I got to get off for it. Yeah, I got to get off. But um, what I was going to say was, Golden yeah. State's my pick, but I'm going to say, like, right now after after – Thinking it all over, I got Suns, Memphis, and I'm saying Suns, but I wouldn't mind if Memphis went. But I'm saying I think Suns only because of um, the experience and them being in that position before. I think they they edge Memphis out only only because of that. But guys, I I'll get uh, I'll get up with you guys.
the next show, guys. Sorry, I gotta leave. It's all but, right, Jay. All right, see you guys later. Take it easy. All right, so yeah, I mean, as you guys saw, we all have we all have uh, very interesting picks. this playoffs, I mean, it's gonna be a good playoffs. The NBA playoffs are always are always great. Uh, I think there's always surprises. There's always there's always a couple surprises in the NBA playoffs too. Uh, so you know, um, so don't be surprised if you see some upsets. Like, like I said, you could see upsets. I could see I could see Denver upsetting Golden State in the first round, but I can also see Golden State making a winning. You know, so but with that said, yeah, I mean we've we've been doing this now for an hour and a half for this episode. Went by quick. It did not feel like that, but. Uh, as always, from from the Dynasty Show, you know I'm Zach. This is Javon. Jay just Jay just signed off. Uh, he he had to go. He's the yeah, parent. He's got he deals with kids. You know he's got he's got a lot. But we love Jay. So, um, but yeah. So here from us at the Dynasty Show to you and yours. Have a have a good night. Have a good week. And until until next episode. Yeah, man. It's out. Later on. Rock, 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 rock,